Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. As far as other news with the Texans goes, John, we'll get to the mailbag questions here in just a little bit. Houmailbag at gmail.com if you want to email us uh, for a future mailbag. Um, Stephen Nelson, I'm going to read to you, John, a caption on a picture of a vest. So Steven Nelson's Instagram account, which by the way is private, you have to get approval to be one of his 88,000 followers. Um, but on his Instagram story, he which, which self-deletes after 24 hours, but he deleted it pretty quickly after somebody screen capped this. He put a picture of a vest, the exact vest that we see Nick Casario wearing quite a bit, the light blue one that I've, I've only ever seen Casario wearing a light blue vest. And uh, he put a caption on it that says this, can't trust a MF that wear these for every day of the week, clown freak. So, John, it sure does appear that Steven Nelson, in a contract year, having just hired David Mulligetta as his agent, is taking a poke at the uh, Texans GM here. What say you? Absolutely, he is. He skipped the offseason program, which is really stupid. You're a 30-year-old cornerback in the last year of your contract, ninth year, and you played well last year. That's not the way you go about trying to get like a one-year extension. And um, obviously it hasn't worked, and and I'm guessing he's trying to not talk his way out, but get out of Houston, hoping Casario will trade him. You don't delete it if you want Casario to trade you 
and probably shouldn't say it, but they're not going to do anything that they think is a detriment to the team. I can't wait till he comes to training camp and we get to ask him about it. Yeah. I asked Brandon Scott that today on Payne and Pendergast, John. Brandon's in for Seth this week. And I'm like, yeah, Brandon, you're at all the press conferences and the media scrums and things like that. Training camp's in four weeks. You think this thing dies down and, you know, that uh, it just turns into some noise that fades away? Brandon's like, no. <laughs> if I'm there, I'm going to ask Stephen Nelson about it as the first question. I'll request, I'll request him tomorrow. Yeah, that he, do it. And they may not make him available, although you're supposed to. If you don't talk, you get fined. And uh, but it's pretty stupid. And I guarantee you, David Mulligetta didn't approve of that. Yeah. Just like when Deion, when Deshaun Watson put out his first tweet, basically calling Tony Busby an ambulance chaser. And that just lit the fuse for Busby to go on social media and say any woman who's had a problem with him, contact the Busby law firm. I'll guarantee you Mulligetta didn't know he's going to do that. He would have told him, don't do that. And Rusty Harden, who he eventually hired, would have told him, you damn sure don't do that. Yeah. And I'll guarantee you, Stephen Nelson did not tell David Mulligetta, hey, dude, this is what I'm about to put out. Because yeah. Mulligetta is a smart agent, not to mention a good one. I would say then probably Stephen Nelson. John, the fact that I went, I had to go find the post on Twitter. So I went to Google just to see if anybody had written an article about it or anything. Nothing. Nothing on Steven Nelson. I feel like Steven Nelson is probably, even though he deleted it, I feel like there's probably part of Steven Nelson that's like a little agitated that he's not relevant enough for anybody to pick up that story uh, and, and make something out of it. You know, it's a little like uh, season one of The Sopranos where Christopher was really angry that on the news they didn't mention his name on there when they were talking about everybody that might get indicted. He's like, what? You mentioned Brendan Falone. He, he was, I brought him into this thing. And then when he actually got mentioned in the newspaper, John, you remember Christopher goes out and buys a whole stack of newspapers because <laughs> his name got mentioned in the article. I feel like Stephen Nelson is Christopher Moltisanti right now. Well, when we finish this, I'm going to, I had seen the blue vest yeah, and I just scrolled past it. It was several tweets. I didn't pay any attention, but now that I know what it was, I'm going to go back and I'm going to tweet about it and about Casario. And obviously yeah. He's trying to get his, trying to get out of town uh, when he because he's not getting the money he wants. Clown freak called the GM a clown freak, John. and he called him an MF. Yeah, he did. He did an MF and a clown freak. I think I'd rather just be called an MF than a clown freak. You know, like MF at least has a little bit of respect in there. Clown freak yeah. is just uh, one thing that Casario's not he is a clown. Anything yeah. or a freak. You know, he may be an MFer. When it comes to contract negotiations, because right. he's the main guy and athletes and players and agents may get frustrated. But clown freak, uh, no. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. John, let me ask you a question Landry Locker posed yesterday on Twitter. Maybe he even posed this to you when you were on with them. He did. The uh, the Texans making the playoffs or the Astros winning the World Series, which would surprise you more at this point in the season? Obviously, the Texans making the playoffs. The Astros just made the World Series. I mean, made one World Series. They've been in the championship game six years in a row. They can maybe get some injured players back. Some of their other players get hot. They get into the playoffs, and they got Fromber Valdez, Christian Javier, and Hunter Brown, and maybe the bullpen's worked out its issues. So I think that would be, would surprise me, but it wouldn't shock me. Texans making the playoffs after three consecutive pathetic seasons, I would I would probably pass out. I'd be so shocked. Would it shock you then, John, if I were to tell you that if you take all the big sports books out there, BetMGM, Caesars, FanDuel, Bet you all the like the seven big ones out there, and you average the odds of the Astros winning the World Series and the odds of the Texans making the postseason, not winning the division, just making the postseason, that the Astros winning the World Series is eight and a half to one, the Texans making the playoffs five and a half to one. Yeah, that would shock me. It sounds like people don't know anything about the Texans. Well, I just think it's there's probably one, it's really hard to win the World Series. I mean, that you know, they, like as a as a task, it's harder to win the World Series than make the postseason. Just it is, and it's and it's really hard to repeat as champions since it hadn't been done yeah. since the Yankees. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that's uh the odds makers disagree with you. And John, by the way, John, the poll that Landry put up, most of the people agree with you. And I think it's for the reason you just brought up. We've seen this group of Astros win a World Series just several months ago. This group of Texans, I know the Texans have been to the playoffs, won playoff games a few times, whatever. This particular group of Texans may as well be the expansion team when it comes to saying, I, with my own eyes, I've seen them do such and such. There's nobody on the team anymore from when they were doing the, doing the good things other than Tunsil and one or two other guys. John Weeks has John Weeks been there for everything. Kaimi. Kaimi the Fairman. greatest – the greatest snapper in NFL history. He's That's been right. there for 2011 playoff and victory. He's the only one. What's your um, – you and I are recording this just uh, several hours removed from Framber Valdez's worst outing of the season with Christian Javier's outing coming up tonight, coming off of his worst outing in a long, long time. Those are your two hammers. What's your uh, what's your anxiety level right now, John, about the Astros as we head towards – got a lot of anxiety. Yeah. A lot. You know, they're losing the Cardinals. Cardinals are one of the biggest disappointments in the league. They blew a 2-0 lead. They're blowing a lot of leads, and that's not good. Romber walked too many, gave up too many hits. He's supposed to be dominant. He's not going to be dominant every game. They could muster only two runs, which is pathetic, and uh, and hopefully they'll get Jordan Alvarez back sooner rather than later, I'm guessing, after the All-Star break. Maybe he and Jose Kitty comes back, gets in the lineup, that'd give them five pitchers. Because J.P. France has pitched better than anybody anticipated or could have hoped for. Yeah, he's been solid enough. He has been solid at the end of the rotation, but they're not hitting. I saw a stat that when they score four more runs, they're almost unbeatable. Yeah, but they're struggling to score four runs. It's crazy. It is. It's. Uh, it, it's crazy just how bad this team has gotten offensively. And I mean, you, you really get a feel, John. Like, 
baseball, oftentimes people look at it like, well, it's nine hitters and they're each sort of individuals and they do their thing. You, you really get a feel for just the, the bleed over effect that Jordan Alvarez has on every, the ripple effect he has on everybody in that lineup. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's worth like three and a half players in that lineup. When you consider guy batting ahead of him, guy batting behind him himself, and then whatever ripple effect comes off of that little chunk of the lineup there, like he affects every, that's not even a hypothesis anymore this season. Like that is fact. He affects everything. And he gets hurt too much. Can you imagine what his stats would be if he actually played a full season? Oh, it'd be insane. It'd be insane. Um, big one coming up this weekend, John, against the Rangers. What would you take uh, this weekend against the Rangers? What would you sign up for right now? Would you sign up for a split? 2-2. Two, two. If they could split with the Rangers and Arlington in a four-game series. Because the Rangers are not playing that well. No. They're just they're begging the Astros or the Angels to get on a streak and and push them and pull them up, push them out of first place. But neither of the other two can do it. You know, Shoyotani is just going crazy with his hitting right now and his pitching, but it doesn't do the Angels much good. Where the Astros, boy, if they had Alvarez as much as – if Alvarez was as durable as Otani, no telling oh. what his stats would be, and it'd be worth how many more wins? Four or five? Easily. Well, they're five games out of first place. Yep, easily. Easy. Yeah, no, I feel like there's been a few games – in this stretch where Jordan's been out, we're like, okay, well, this feels like a game where he would have hit a three-run homer at some point and they win four to two or whatever. You know, like it's – he's just had so many of those uh, over the last few years for sure. Uh, I feel – John, I feel like for you, like non-Houston athlete, if you could pick one to watch or pay to go see in person, like pay the ticket or to invest the three hours to sit and watch, I feel like Shohei Otani would be at the top of your list. Yeah, I've been at uh, two of his games here. First time he pitched here, I was there sitting with uh, Joe Sutton and getting it down down low, second row, watching him pitch the breaking balls. He he just you know he's one of a kind, and he's already done better as a pitcher than Babe Ruth ever did. Yeah. And we always think of Babe Ruth being the last great pitcher who was a great hitter, but he just didn't pitch all that much because he was such a prodigious home run hitter. But Otani, there's no anybody in baseball like him i could watch i can't imagine angels don't sell out every game for a chance to watch him i know i know he's so good he's made mike trout an afterthought <laughs> you don't even talk about trout when he's like i mean we were talking about trout the way we talk about otani right now for so many years and you don't even talk about trout anymore and uh and man, they're on the same team it's crazy for now uh they're on the same team for at least a few more months until the dodgers back up the brink truck for him i guess and he um, just moved he just go a little bit north, and he'll be right there. I get him out of the division, man. I like watching him too. But I can watch him on TV <laughs> playing for the Dodgers. I don't need to see him. I don't need to see him uh, schooling the Astros. Although the Astros have, have done okay, okay. 